Nah, oh. jet lag is from <laughs> <laughs> Just provide the value that people are looking for. It's a long journey about figuring out why anyone would watch your video. Make sure you pick the right trend. Like, don't jump on a trend that's not really related to your niche. All right, that's it. I'm gonna be a creator, bro. And we need to do an introduction where we're sitting for the viewers. Yes, sir. Just a short one. How are you feeling? Great, but also a little bit rusty. Rusty. You can also just say that we're feeling rusty. After, after, after not recording for so long. Yeah. We've done this in a long time, so please forgive us if we're a bit rusty. Yeah. We're trying to keep it as natural as possible, kind of a podcast style. It's, uh, it's a bit hard to do these podcasts when we are in different parts of the world. Yeah. You have, still have a jet lag, I think. Nah, no. jet lag is for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, no, this I think this this was pretty good because um, Ron and I are both now in Bali. Yeah. So Ron has been here for about five weeks now. Yeah, correct. And uh, I came last night. It was a crazy trip to say the least, but I'm feeling good. And we rented this beautiful uh, villa here. Where we are staying, you can see behind there, we have, if you, can, if you, can, you guys see, there's a little, uh, I think it's called a Buddha statue. We yeah. have a nice pool. We have a nice uh, La Casa here. Or staff uh, with a gardener. Oh, yeah, we, uh, have, we have staff and gardeners. He might interrupt us uh, a little bit later, by the way. Yeah, he's spraying yeah. the... Yeah, he's, yeah, he's spraying the garden, but... Yeah, and then we have a nice ocean there in the back as well. So we are taking this uh, week right here to, um, you know, prepare for the new year and, and, and record... Um, videos and podcasts and yeah just have a lot of fun and uh, yeah especially because like in february uh, shorts monetization mm. a lot of exciting stuff coming up uh, so we also want to prepare uh, like to give a lot of information for people to start out with shorts especially like in february yeah um so i think we can also uh, cut to the chase because people click this podcast for a reason yeah they want to know something of us exactly and so today we're going to talk about the title of this video of this podcast is how i got seven Sorry, how I got 1 million views in seven hours with one YouTube short. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. who did it? That's me. This yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. And it was e even, it was actually easier than I thought. Okay. So, but before you get yeah. into the how you did it. Yeah. Let's first talk about, give some, give some context. Okay. So we want to introduce the topic of the podcast, provide some context for this story. <laughs> reading the outline, really good. Okay, so identifying and jumping on a trend, okay? So yeah, yeah we have we have structured the podcast a little bit because uh, we've seen it in our previous podcast that like sometimes we're at the end of the podcast and we're like, ah shit, we missed valuable information. So right now we have uh, like a certain outline that we want to uh, to follow to give as much value as possible towards the listener or viewer. Towards you. Yeah, towards you. <laughs> exactly. It's always it's always interesting. I'm going a little tangent, but it's always interesting because like we are sitting here together yeah. in front of the camera, but it's not the camera, it's you. It's like, a third person. Yeah, it's like it's like, like we're an audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like you we're talking to you, whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, you're perhaps interested in, in, in what we're saying here about YouTube short. But let's cut let's cut to yeah, the yeah, chase yeah. and um, let's talk about how you identified a big trend within your niche. So the question is really like you were doing YouTube shorts, right? Yeah. And we've talked about how identifying a trend yeah. is an opportunity to jump on it and get 
you know, a lot of views because yeah. that's what's happening. So the question is, how did you identify the trend? Like, first it's important you have, of course, a specific niche that, that you're like knowledgeable about because then you know your audience, then you know what's happening inside your niche. Let's just say as an example, you're into football and your YouTube Shorts niche is about football. Then, of course, with, with football, like you have certain transfer periods, I think in summer and winter time, football players are transferring towards certain clubs. Mm. And basically, the news website that's publishing that announcement the first time, for example, Ronaldo moved to Saudi Arabia, I think, for a big amount of money, big salary. Um, and if you're one of the first that's, for example, making a short out of that, people are looking for it online. And But that's maybe a little, I'm going, going too fast already. But if you're in a football niche, for example, you can check out, hey, what kind of things are going on within my niche, for example, if there's a rumor going on that Ronaldo, Ronaldo might move from, I think, Manchester United to a different club, then you better watch every day, hey, is there already a final decision being made? Because when it ha will happen, people will look it up for sure on YouTube, on Google, if the transfer is being made. So if you can maybe already, uh, if you already know where he may might be going, you can already prepare some shorts maybe. That's like next level thinking already. And then you can jump on the trend when Ronaldo is making the transfer within your... Uh, within your niche, but maybe I'm going to a little bit too fast. But That's interesting yeah. what you said there about preparing shorts yeah. if something happens. Yeah, because there are already rumors. Right. For example, Ronaldo, might he go to USA or LA Galaxy? I have no clue. I'm just saying something, but there is probably already a likelihood what's going to happen. Right. So you better prepare for it. And like your short doesn't even have to be perfect. Like even if your short is like 80, 70%, it's fine because people are just looking for information and not for a perfect short. That's the benefit when you're jumping on a trend. And I did it as well. And I uh, generated 1 million views in, in, in seven hours, but it needs some preparation. And then you need to watch the trends closely within your niche. And to also help you out, there are some, like for example, Google Trends can help you out to uh, to identify the trends. You can see like uh, the interest going up and down on a certain topic. You can also select the country and even filter on YouTube or Google searches. Um, so yeah. it, it sounds to me that like identifying trends in a niche requires staying on the edge yeah. of that niche. Yeah, of course, of course, because it's if you are not making a short about the trends, somebody else will. So you always need to pay close attention to what's happening and maybe you need, need to even predict what's going to happen. For example, the, with the Ronaldo one, he might be going somewhere else according to the rumors. So are you the smart guy that's already preparing a short for maybe the other mm. outcome or not? And I think it, it, it kind of highlights this important point about that like you need to be in one niche yeah, and it's preferably needs to be something that you already have an interest in yourself yeah, could be. Like, it depends. Like, I have a team that's making the shorts about uh, specific niches that I'm not so interested in, just a little. Uh, but the benefit is if you're sticking to one niche and you're knowledgeable, knowledgeable about the niche, it's much easier for you to identify the trends. So it's a big plus if you're interested in the niche for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Right. But I, I don't, like, I automate most of the things. And at the moment, I have like a video editor that's also doing the research. Mm. But of course, in the beginning, that was not the case. In the beginning, I did the research. Yeah. Um, but yeah, jumping on trends is, I think, the biggest hack you can use to grow. So, uh, so, so, you said Google Trends, but what are some other tools or websites or techniques yeah. to use to identify trends? Yeah, basically, when you have like when you're in a specific niche and you probably have big names, like for example, I mentioned Ronaldo in the football game or you have elon musk on the tech space uh, tech niche 
uh, Mark Zuckerberg, of course, as well. Like big names within the industry, um, in your industry, they most of the time have social media. Uh, for example, if Elon Musk is tweeting something, mm. you know, it will it will cause like a lot of uh, you know <laughs> drama. <laughs> drama, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so you already know if, if a certain person within your niche that has like a large following uh, will post something on social media, you can already think, okay, he will he's just posted this. This will, this will probably give a chain reaction towards this. And maybe you can anticip anticipate on that post with your short as well. So for example, yeah, again with the Ronaldo uh, one, Ronaldo just tweeted this and could this mean that he will be moving towards blah, 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 blah. So it's just mm -hmm. a situation that's maybe not even real, but you're still creating a video around it and you know people will search for it because it's such a big name. Right, yeah. right. Hope it makes sense. Yeah, yeah interesting. Uh, to me, it kind of sounds that like you need to stay on the edge. You need to follow the people that are, you know, the voices, the leaders in, in, yeah. in, in that yeah. niche. And and you need to be quick. Like if, if you want to get a million views in seven hours, like – you need to act fast. Yeah. You need to stay under. You need to be the first mover. Exactly. Yeah. First mover advantage. Yeah. So let's talk about the second part here is that like, okay, so you you identified something that could, but you think potentially get views. Okay. Yeah. Now, how do you go about creating a short? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I myself, I'm not a video editor, but I work closely with my freelancers and they're all video editors. But the thing is, most important part of a short is just the high retention. Basically, you want people to watch the short at least, a, like if your short is like 20 seconds long, you just want to your short to be viewed like 100%. Best is even like 110 or 120%. So people watch it even a second time. They just know you have made an interesting short. So mm. uh, I've been working with my, my uh, freelancers now for over six or seven months. So now they know like, what it takes to make an engaging short. So rehook the audience every two seconds, for example, uh, have some nice editing. There needs to be something going on. Mm. Um, so that's like important when you're making a short. But again, when you're jumping on a trend, you don't have 24 hours maybe to make the short. Maybe yeah. you just have one hour because yeah. you want to be the first mover. Yeah. So then you do just do the most essential thing, um, which is with a trend is actually providing the value. Uh, like the, I mean the information around the trend. That's the most important when you're jumping on a trend because people just want to know hey, what's going on. Give me the answers about this trend. Yeah. And then the editing doesn't need to be so perfect. So I think tr jumping on a trend is the only way you don't even need to perfectionize the editing so much. Yeah. Just provide the value that people are looking for. And a simple hack to get also a high retention is provide the answer uh, on the trend near the end because mm. then people will stick because they want to know the answer. Yeah. And then you will certainly have a high uh, retention. So... Okay, it sounds like, well, it doesn't sound like, but you have a team that makes these shorts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a team. Like, one guy is doing the most work, but I also have a second one to back it up. So, let's say that our dear listener or viewer is like, that's great. Yeah. Good for you, Ron. I don't have a guy who edits yeah. the videos. I just want to get started with YouTube shorts, and all I have is my computer. Yeah. Now... I have a little thing that I know, which is, you know, using all the free software you can. Yeah. You know, you can use like chat GPT yeah. to help you with the script. Yeah. You can use text to speech AI software if you don't want to record it yourself. You can just put the text there and it will give you a very human like 
voice. Yeah, watch out with those over. Yeah, it needs to be real human-like because like the TikTok voice and everything, everybody heard it. Yeah. Never heard it, you know, it's, it's horrible. And then, and then lastly, yeah. putting together the video, you can use um, free software, uh, free stock footage websites like Pixabay, yeah. uh, search for alternatives as well. Like they kind of skipped my mind right now. But And then you can use a free editing software like yeah. vid.io yeah. and also canva.com. So it, it really, if, if you're making an excuse right now, as in like, I don't have a video editor, I don't have a team like Ron does, that is not like, I don't accept that excuse because yeah. if you really want to, you can do it yourself, really. I, I mean, the other day, I made a video actually on my channel, uh, on my main one, where I made a YouTube short yeah. with free software. Yeah, but I, I also want to say like, that's also a route you want to take. And especially if you like video editing, like to make uh, shorts, go for it. You'll learn a lot along the way. And maybe you want to hire something, someone later on. Then you at least know, hey, what makes a good short? Because you made them yourself. But like create, having someone create shorts, like it doesn't have to be so expensive. Custom voiceover can be done like for one to two dollars per, per short script. A short can be edited for like around five dollars if you want a good one. Um, so you can also just work and invest the money from your like your job, invest it in a side hustle like YouTube Shorts, yeah. And maybe start off with one short every two days, and like the thing is with YouTube, you can decide your own pace. Yeah. So if you don't have a big budget, and you don't want to do the video editing yourself, you can also just start off with maybe three shorts a week, and it's like f for fifteen dollars you already have three shorts a week. Yeah. So it doesn't have to break the bank. But if you like video editing, go for it because it's the lowest risk and the lowest cost, of course, but you need to only time. The thing I like about shorts is that, you know, they're short, right? Yeah. And so the production is a lot lower yeah. than... And easier, like low yeah. barrier. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like very low barrier. And so, yes, it's like a spectrum. Like you can do everything yourself, but then you can also think about hiring a video editor for example like like you have yeah. who is going to help you put together and then like you know how put together a workflow and start thinking about it. basically thinking more about it as a manager slash business owner yeah. rather than as a creator because i was i was reading a tweet from patty galloway yeah and i, I think i shared it with you about why do people like us who do YouTube with like, you know, the faceless channels and everything and people in our community, of course, they grow a channel much faster than your traditional creators. Yeah. The reason for that is because a traditional creator is like, all right, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. be a creator, bro. And then, you know, he starts vlog day number one and all this, right? And, it's and, a long journey. And, and, all, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a long journey about figuring out like, why anyone would watch your video yeah and, and also to interrupt you sorry yeah. but there also comes a time that you're not feeling like to record and then you miss one day and then you miss two yeah and it slowly becomes a week and when you have like a team it doesn't have to be expensive but they can go like no, not 24 7 because they're still human but like if you take a step back they will still produce otherwise they they don't get paid yeah. so in like the things with shorts consistency is like key you will get paid like it will pay off if you be, it will be like consistent upload like three a day one a day or five a day yeah um i think yeah. i think you know for for you listening and watching it's it's important to probably think about it not in terms of like black or white as in 
I'm doing everything or I fully like make a team. Like a lot of things in life go through a process of evolution and your journey, whatever it is you're doing in this case, it's YouTube shorts is also a a journey, right? It's an evolution. You start, you could start off doing everything yourself. Yo, that's a huge ants. Oh yeah. (laughs) Nice. You could start doing everything yourself and then gradually you start to understand the process yeah. better. You start to get more into the uh, weeds. Is that the word? Into the yeah, weeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Into yeah. the weeds good, of, yeah. of like hiring, or like not hiring, but like getting people to help you. Yeah. Because ultimately, business comes down to having the best people in the industry. Yeah, yeah you can like outsource step by step. Do everything yourself first, but maybe you don't like making the scripts. Outsource the script. Yeah. Or maybe you don't like the uploading part and thinking of the titles. Well, hire someone that can do the uploading and the titles so you can fully focus on editing only. There are multiple ways to do so. Yeah. So let's talk about we talked about, you know, identity. I'm sweating like crazy, by yeah, the way. Me you too. too. Yeah. Me too. My legs are like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like thirty degrees here for the It doesn't look hot uh, because yeah. it's not like sunny, but yeah, the humidity is high. Humidity yeah. is like eighty yeah. percent. So we talked about identifying trends. We've talked about creating shorts quickly, whether you do it yourself or you have a team. Now, you also mentioned something about being the first mover. Yeah, first mover, yeah. And what are the benefits and advantages of that? Well, when you're the first mover, you can basically set the tone for for for, for the thing because you're the first one doing it. And the most benefit is there's a lack of information around your topic. So again, you can come away with having a lower production value because people don't care, they want the information. So I think that's the biggest benefit. And also the biggest benefit is there's a lot of search volume around your topic because it's a trend, you know? So it's a great opportunity to, 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 get, to build like your audience quickly if the trend is related to your niche. So I, I, I'm, I need to say this again, like, like make sure you pick the right trend. Like don't jump on a trend that's not really related to your niche. Because maybe your short will blow up, but your whole channel audience will get mixed up with a different kind of audience. So mm. make sure before you decide to jump on a trend, do a step back and think like, hey, is this really close to my audience? That's one important thing I forgot to mention before. Mm. Um, yeah, be- being the first mover, you can set the tone. There's not much other competitors out there. So everyone will lead to you right away. Yeah. Maybe the, the, the downside is, if you're in a big niche, especially, or like a, a more competitive niche, other channels will also see it. So they will probably also jump on. Yeah, of so course. you need to be the first mover. And the downside is maybe after a couple of hours, it will di- die down slowly. Mm. Like for example, with the Ronaldo example, once he moved to the to the club, everybody will know. It's not relevant. So after, after a week or two weeks, yeah. you will still get views, but a lot less than the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah but the, the, benefits is mostly, the benefit is mostly that you, uh, you can produce something of lower quality and still get like yeah. a high amount of views. And, and I feel like jumping on a trend also can get you like, I mean, this is what this podcast is about, but like a lot of views quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like bad example. I probably shouldn't use it. No, I'm not gonna even going to say it because no, no, I was going to say that. No, never mind. Okay. Maybe, but, f- maybe for the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want to bring like negative uh stories and ah, things into yeah, the podcast okay, yeah, what, yeah. what happened in the united kingdom 
last year yeah. with the monarchy and, and, the, uh, yeah, and the passing yeah, yeah, on to the next yeah, yeah. thing. Like, that's a trend in itself, but if you want to capitalize on that... Yeah, but it depends on, on your niche, right? People will not capitalize on it when you're talking about football. So yeah, 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 of course. But in terms of like... Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Like, you need to watch out to not just jump on a trend, to jump on a trend. Make oh, yeah, inside yeah. your niche, 100%. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's important to stay in one niche and, and be on the trend of it. You know, whatever whatever it is. If you're doing basketball, you want to follow all the yeah. teams, all the players. Exactly. All their tweets. Especially, like, on Twitter. I see on Twitter, like, a lot of um, big guys. Like, they, the first thing they... The new first new thing they, they publish it on Twitter or of course like Instagram like any social media, follow them, check it daily. There's also a tool called Feedly, which basically is a software tool where you can um, select what kind of websites you want to follow, or basically all the information gets like collected into one inbox, so you can directly see, like you can select your interest and everything. Mm. So you can select your niche interest, and all the information and news articles will be moved into one inbox. So in why one eye glance you can see hey this is going on into my niche mm. maybe this is an interesting topic and also to give a sneak peek on how to write a quick script insert the video of the the news uh, news article title you can just insert it in jet gpt and say hey make a video script based around this news article this is the title this is the first paragraph of the news article please yeah. write a completely new video script boom you have your new script, but yeah, that's the first thing for us. Yeah, for I just episode. I just want to touch up on this briefly because this has been so revolutionary lately. I'm not just talking about Chat GPT. I'm talking about overall having tools at your disposal that make your work process easier, faster, yeah. and better. The timestamps in this podcast. They will be auto-generated. Yeah, yeah. The, like the timestamps in this podcast. Before it used to take me like on half, YouTube, by the way, not on Spotify or anything. But like yeah, half an yeah, hour, yeah. you know, which is crazy. Yeah. Now, I insert the audio version of this podcast into the tool, and it automatically gives me the timestamps yeah. and the, like, the abstract and the summary and everything. Yeah, but it's a win for us, but also for the listener or the viewer. Yeah, it's a win for everybody. Can, yeah, they can right away go to the most important thing. But I just want to encourage you, like, if whatever you're doing, whether it's YouTube Shorts, YouTube, your entrepreneurial journey, like, the one of the reasons you want to learn and study and listen to podcasts is to get, like, these little hints, these little pieces of gold to, like, you need to pick, pick them up and you need to implement them into your workflow because it's one thing to work hard, but it's a completely different way, thing to work smart. And I'm sure you've heard about it, you know, yeah. working hard versus working hard. You should work hard as well, but if you're working hard at something that you're also working smart at, that's even better. That's even better. Yeah, but it takes time. Like if I see when I was younger, like how many, what, what kind of tasks I did, and in the end, like it's not productive yeah. at all, you learn it along the way. At the end, yeah. it comes down to identifying the highest return on investment tasks yeah. and then everything else that needs to get done but that you're maybe not good at or you don't like or that is just kind of manual labor yeah. can be outsourced. Yeah. And you need to only focus on the things that you're good at and that produce and the highest leverage. return yeah. on yeah. investment. Exactly. Yeah. You know, In our case, it is not editing videos. No. It is, you know, in our case, it's thinking about video ideas and being in front of the camera. Yeah. That's it. That's our highest thing. So let's um, close this off by some of the lessons that you have learned from 
you know, this one YouTube short of yours that got a million views in seven hours. And maybe also, like, lessons, maybe some mistakes if there were in, in some. Yeah, I think that the thing is, if, if you have, like, a short going viral so quickly, you're like, it's actually pretty easy, you know? <laughs> no, that's, like, the thing. Right. That's the, the first thing that comes into mind. Like, hey, what will happen if I can ident identify more trends this month yeah. in my niche? Of course, it depends on your niche. But then, like, I got uh, one million views in seven hours. If I get, like, two or three more trends like this the upcoming week, then growing a YouTube Shorts channel or YouTube, YouTube channel in general becomes really easy. So I think once you capitalize on a trend and it works, I think um, it will make your overall thought process on making shorts a lot easier. You want more and more. Yeah, and it's becoming more and more easy. So I think that's the biggest benefit. You just slowly understand okay this is an easy way or not an easy way but like a leverage a leverage way to to grow my channel quickly yeah um so that's the biggest learning process for me based on that and yeah the 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 mistakes yeah the mistakes i already mentioned it before creating a short that's not not really related to your to your audience to your right. niche yeah yeah um so you're you're attracting a whole different audience that on the long term might not be as valuable Mm. that's the biggest mistake you may, can make so make sure when you find the trend do the filtering hey does it match my my audience or my niche really so that's yeah. the biggest mistake i made yeah all right and to close off this podcast i think it's worth mentioning our free training that we have yeah. about youtube shorts so if you're interested in you know starting with youtube shorts starting a automated faceless youtube shorts channel then make sure to check out uh, a free training that I put together, uh, we put together. Yeah. It's uh, about 20 minutes, and it's the first link down in the description. So without a mind, we want to thank you so much for watching, listening, and of course, subscribing. And we will see you in the next one. Yes, ciao. Bye.